Hey sisters and welcome to the show. This episode is brought to you by Pure Spectrum CBD. Sirak and I have been taking CBD and we are loving it. I'm holding the tincture right now. Talia, can you open your mouth please? Now? Yeah, I'm gonna give you a dosage. <laughs> now keep it there for 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. While she does that, let me tell you the great benefits of CBD for PCOS. Studies show it reduces cortisol, mm. improves insulin sensitivity, mm -hmm. reduces inflammation, you can go to PureSpectrumCBD.com now to order and use the code THESISTERHOOD, one word, at checkout for 20% off. Natalia, hold it for 30 seconds longer while the sisters enjoy the show. <laughs> Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy-free. I'm Talin, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. Hello, sisters. You must be wondering, where is our couch? <laughs> are you watching us on YouTube? Because yeah. if you are, you'll see this gorgeous pink velvet couch. That's true. I mean, for, all, for our uh, long-time listeners, we've been having the usual same couch that we've yeah. been using in our living room which we love yeah, but due to unforeseen circumstances we had to send it out to be cleaned yeah the couch um seats that's what it's called the couch yeah. seats cushions were ripped stained with coffee chocolate, chocolate. what else well the coffee's from me and the chocolate's from you <laughs> and it has made the it has turned the couch as if somebody just did some caca and left or something <laughs> oh, see that <laughs> But yeah, luckily, it was a mess. And people came over and saw that. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, it got worse <laughs> when people came over. But yeah, so luckily, we found the local dry cleaner who gave us a great deal. My so. dad. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my dad. Yeah. Thank but. you. Also, I really like this pink couch. Like, I'm, I'm cool with it. Should we not get our couch cushions yeah. back? I mean, this is actually from Talene's office, and she was using this for a long time. It's a really nice couch. I feel like we could maybe make this into the staple podcast couch for the future when we have like a legit studio and a everything studio it's too much work because we have to detach our old couch and like move things around and yeah our living room's a mess and it's giving me anxiety you know i don't like clutter you guys if I you've mean, seen my stories the living room is so cluttered right now there's the couch has been moved so that we can put this couch but the couch is in the middle of like the living room dining area can't so even get to the kitchen if every I try. time yeah every time you open the living room door it just hits the couch <laughs> so hopefully once this podcast is done we'll move everything back but then probably do this again next week i don't know we'll see hopefully the couch comes back yeah and speaking of our set we're actually having like this really cool neon light sign being made custom oh, yeah. made it's gonna say a sister and her mister we're going to be using it for the podcast and for our lives. It's going to be really cool um, aesthetic. As yeah. Sirak has been working on this tirelessly going back and forth of like what color the light should be and where we should put it and how big. I'm like, I don't know. And like, I'm so picky <laughs> with these things. Talon, you know, like I get super picky when it comes to design and like, especially something that's going to be glowing right glowing. behind our heads. And it's going to be big taking over this wall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be like 35 inches long and something like that but i was like going back and forth with the guy for like three days email phone calls facetime showing me designs this yeah. that color selection so I, I just hope it comes out good it's he gonna be great. hasn't sent me a picture with the really uh progress so far so we'll see we'll see <laughs> we're 
working I hope, on I it. I hate like when they show the final product, not showing the whole process, because it's like, oh, what if I had something to change? Yeah. But I'm hoping that is not the this case. This reminds me of what it's like to get a tattoo. Like you're mm. stuck with it. You have to like it. Yeah. That's how you have to go into it with. Like yeah. I ordered it. I told them as best as I could what I wanted. Now I have to like it when it comes. Yeah. That's yeah. what I did when I got my little tattoo. Yeah, Talinga <laughs> has a, cr- a cross tattoo of the of the Christian um, Armenian cross Armenian cross on my side, on her side uh, side rib. Yeah, right? and yeah. I remember I was like, all right, Talinga, whatever it is, I have to like it. There's <laughs> no other option. See, that's all tatted up. I'm sure you know. Uh, not that much, a little bit, just around the body, but not. <laughs> I don't have too many showing, but yeah, I I have a lot when you, when I take off my shirt. Let's just say. <laughs> take it off. Show Easy YouTube. Now. All right. Not okay. to digress. Uh, this is a podcast about PCOS after all. So we're <laughs> going to make this episode about that. Today's episode, Tanya, why don't you des- describe what today's episode is going to be about? Yeah, I've been receiving a lot of messages from new sisters, new to the community, new to finding our page that are a little bit overwhelmed and terrified. Perhaps they've just been diagnosed and they're messaging me saying like, oh my gosh, like, you know, my doctor said I won't have kids and I am at risk of all of this. And one one lady said, my doctor told me I would come back to the next appointment obese. Just like, you know, just not giving tools on how to prevent all of these things that can come from PCOS and instead just like making you feel terrified. So in this episode, I want to talk to you about some of the, the things that, okay, I don't want to scare you, but women with PCOS are more at risk of certain things. Cardiovascular disease, sure. we're going to talk about all these things. But we want to tell you these things so it can motivate you to make a change. Yeah. Because oftentimes people also DM me and say, hey, I don't want to um, even scroll through your feed mm-hmm. because learning all of this is scaring me overwhelming scary yeah like what am i going to start with or like how am i going to keep this going how am i going to maintain this lifestyle yeah Yeah, i wish gosh i wish i took a screenshot of one and she was like um i've been pretending that pcos wasn't happening to Mm. me for the longest time because it's just like too terrifying to know that you know you're um susceptible to all these different conditions like more than other people yeah she's just been ignoring it so if you're one of those people which i was at one point you know for like a day not that long you know after i got diagnosed (laughs) i was like all right i'm scared but like let's do something but that's my personality but a lot of people aren't like that and that's fine it's terrifying i know so we're gonna make this less terrifying Mm -hmm. while providing you the information that you need to know yeah. it because it's going to motivate you yeah like you can you can look at this podcast as like three things we're going to do for you we're going to give you a motivating factor something to help you establish the right mindset mm-hmm. and also the ability to be consistent yes and we'll give you we're going to talk about the different you know things that pcos can lead to as time mentioned not to scare you of course it's mm-hmm. just to keep you mindful because again this is actually motivating to know that if you were to keep it consistent that you're going to like be like try to avoid all these things right that's so, right. Yeah. Before we get started, also, I, uh, before we end the podcast, again, we will read some questions from the PCOS hotline. Oh, yeah. And, you know, tune in to see if, if yours will be read. The phone's on the coffee table, but you can't oh, see yeah. it right Let now. Let me show it real quick. Show it to the YouTubers. This is the hotline phone that we got. Pick it up. Call Bob. Let him know. Bob, I've been telling you, this is a PCOS hotline. If you call here one more time, you're <laughs> fired. <laughs> 
God, I wish my actual phone was this. I pink wish you could thing. show though, like red here, like red, but you know, with this current studio setup. <laughs> We need to wait for the couch to be back in order to showcase everything. I love this phone. All right. So, so let's get into it, babe. Why don't you start off? <clears throat> all right. So PCOS, all right, this is a motivating factor for you. Keep in mind, knowledge mm -hmm. that your lifestyle changes will help prevent these possible diseases I'm going to tell you about is supposed to be encouraging. Mm -hmm. So before we get into it, so PCOS can lead into... Um, a few things, one of them being type two diabetes. Mm. So this is because of insulin resistance. So would um, you also say this is the most common thing that PCOS can lead to diabetes? Yeah, I, I think because so. Because of the insulin resistance? Yeah, I, I think so. But I haven't like read a study yeah, it's that not, says not, that. Not scientifically, but maybe totally. it could be one of those that yeah. it leads to. Exactly. Because... You or like the, the most. Like. When you think about it, if you're more susceptible to get diabetes with PCOS, now if you think about it, now you're less likely to indulge in like cookies and things like that, yeah. you know, and like start eating clean one day, but then like give up the next day because you have this knowledge that you're susceptible to diabetes, which is, it's a whole thing. Like if you have insulin resistance, your body is not accepting that sugar that your insulin hormone is trying to give your cells to burn mm -hmm. for energy. All right. So if that keeps happening, what, what? Your hands doing this, it's reminding me of editing sisterhood videos. So we're upgrading the sisterhood <laughs> as you, as you sisters know, but I'm making, we're making new videos, everything brand new. And there's like moments where Talia, she's describing insulin resistance right now. And she's doing this with her hands. And in the my videos, this is the cell, and this is the insulin. Yeah, my and in the videos, I'm basically fist. making these special effects around her <laughs> hand. It's excruciatingly <laughs> painful to do it as an editor and like be very creative and do it right to make it look just right. So she's doing it right now, and it just reminding me of all those editing hours I've been spending. And <laughs> sorry, you should do it for the YouTube. Yeah, I know, right? Just to show them. But sorry to digress, but please continue. We hate to digress, but so insulin resistance, so. It keeps going on, right? Your cells, they're inflamed mm -hmm. and the insulin hormone isn't able to give your cells, you know, what you're eating so that you can burn it for energy. And this keeps happening. What you keep eating is causing more inflammation. And eventually mm -hmm. your pancreas is going to stop producing insulin because it's just tired of constantly overproducing insulin so that it could knock the door of your cell. So... That being said, that's, you know, type 2 diabetes and um, your cells are super insulin resistant when you have type 2 diabetes. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, in all of our podcast episodes, I would say like we talk about how we can heal insulin resistance, the gluten-free diet, dairy-free diet. These things can help reduce the inflammation and the insulin being spiked and things like that. Absolutely. So, you know. Oh, that's why this is why a lot of doctors say like go on a low carb diet when people come in mm -hmm. and then everyone's like, oh, my gosh, I'm keto. Yeah, I'm going to be keto because I don't want to get diabetes. Yeah. But you don't have to do, like go all the way to keto, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, you don't have to go that drastic where you're barely eating carbs and it doesn't have to be necessarily low carb either. It's about picking the right carbs that are sustainable and, you know, pairing it with the correct protein ratio. Yeah. So. So and well, it, it yeah. seems like even going on a low carb diet for some people hasn't worked with insulin resistance because of eating cheese and gluten and dairy because that's a carb. Yeah. I mean, some sisters will message us saying, oh, like I completely cut out carbs, yet I'm not seeing results. 
and then usually the first thing we're going to say is, well, you don't need to completely cut it out. Yeah. You know, replace yeah, it. With, just replace it with the correct carbs and yeah. find the level that's right for you. Exactly. And, you know, like we talked about on the podcast with Dr. Uh, Padaguana. Mm-hmm. And one of the things she says, and like, I'm sure many other doctors would agree, is like this avalanche effect that PCOS and insulin resistance can have over time. Mm-hmm. It's like your cells will become more and more insulin resistant as it goes, as you as you let it continue. So that's why it can eventually lead to type 2 diabetes because yeah. it's like this avalanche effect of years after years, this insulin resistance may be getting worse and eventually, unfortunately, leads to diabetes. Yeah. And I just want to say, like, it's not easy to keep your insulin hormone balanced. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's an all-day event. Like, you have to think, like, did I eat a high-protein breakfast? Like, am I eating foods that are going to raise my insulin? Like, if dairy does that to you, you know, all of these things. And like Dr. Padaguana said, like, keep your eye on the prize, like insulin. Is it balanced? Like, you know, maybe this or that diet didn't work for you. But, like, keep trying and keep uh, thinking of new ways or, like, learning, keep your mind open to learning about new ways to keep your insulin balanced. Because it's really the precursor to all of the issues we're about to describe right now. Yeah, yeah. So the next one is, babe, an NAFLD? Yes, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Mm-hmm. So there was one study that collected women with PCOS, a group of women, and in that study, 67% of those women had non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And I've seen a lot of my patients have it too. Yeah. And one of the leading causes of this is insulin, insulin resistance. resistance. Yeah, because you're not burning up what you're eating very well and it's storing as fat around your liver around your organs around your body in general specifically your liver and then that slows down your liver and you're not detoxing your hormones as well and you know maybe you can't go to the bathroom consistently (laughs) all of these things we love that liver supplement yeah gaia how do you spell it g-a-i-a yeah and it's called liver support and we love it. Like, yeah. we try to take basically two every other day, like three times a week or so. I don't think you have to take it every single day. Yeah. But yeah, like two pills, maybe like once a uh, once a day, couple a t- uh, couple times a week. Uh-huh. It's great. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's specifically for fatty liver disease, but for me, it really helps with my liver. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean it may not like directly prevent it, but it's still a good way to kind of like supplement your liver liver and like you know kind of keep it. Yeah, exactly. In, in good condition. The next issue that can develop from PCOS is more likely to develop in women with PCOS is gum disease. Wow, really? Yeah. And why is this? I don't. Okay. I mean, I know, but I just don't want to admit it. Insulin resistance. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm I am speculating that it's from insulin resistance Mm because your blood sugar is high. And, you know, I've heard like if your saliva is like sugary, like it can cause really cavities and stuff oh yeah yeah, yeah. That, I know. i've heard of this so um so a study found that the susceptibility for periodontal disease is significantly increased in patients with pcos compared to age and bmi matched healthy young women and um local periodontal oxidant status appears to be affected in pcos so basically we're more susceptible and you know this because i've been constantly going to the dentist because <laughs> What? <laughs> you will be like, I'm going to the dentist, and then a week later, be like, I'm going to the dentist. <laughs> Two days later, I'm going to the dentist. I'm like, what is happening? Is this something, I, is this something I need to know, babe? Yes. When Just I was kidding. younger, I had a lot of cavities, and um, I didn't know like PCOS, this, that, whatever. I just kept getting cavities, and and then so they fill the cavities, and now like it's been years and years later, and 
those cavity fillings need to be repaired apparently they don't last forever so i've mm -hmm. learned and here i am repairing them at 28 years old these cavity fillings from like 10 15 years ago so now like every other week i keep going yeah to get my teeth done and like fillings and all I this hate jazz it. hate well i hate the think dentist. we have dental insurance or else you'd be charging up the hoo-ha <laughs> Yeah, so gum disease, another thing to be um, aware of. And, you know, like, obviously, there are ways to reduce gum disease by just flossing, flossing and brushing your teeth. Sirak things and his like that. freaking flossing pick things. Yeah, it's, it's essential, you know. Some things you, ha you have to be, uh, you have to just always consider. It's mm -hmm. not always, like, f like physical, like, you're not always going to see what's happening. Sometimes it's inside your mouth, you know. You yeah, know. it's, yeah, it's not always your fault. But, yeah, if you manage your insulin resistance, you might see some great you know improvement in your teeth yeah all right the next one is metabolic syndrome so things like high blood sugar high blood sugar oh, high blood pressure sorry oh, high blood pressure <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh excess body fat around the waist and, uh, and abnormal cholesterol levels mm -hmm. some sisters find that they're you know Okay, I'll give one specific example. I don't want to say her name, but she literally went to the doctor. She's like, I eat healthy. I exercise. I have no idea what the heck, why this is happening to me. But mm -hmm. I got this blood test. She says triglycerides through the roof, cholesterol through the roof. Please. She has no idea why this girl Sucks. isn't eating anything abnormal. She's mm -hmm. having a normal diet. You know, of course, she's not like gluten and dairy free yet at that point. <laughs> but and she's like, how could this be like metabolic syndrome? Like, you know, and she's slightly overweight. And it's just insane that an, a person, one person could not have this blood work and eat a certain way. And then a PCOS sister yeah. could eat the same way and have this blood work. That's the thing. Like, you feel like you're doing the same thing as maybe the person in your family, like like a sister or, or something like that. But then yeah. your levels are completely off. Yeah. And like you're like, wait, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing differently? And unfortunately, a lot of times we can pinpoint it to PCOS and the fact like the whole uh, thing that comes with it, you know, insulin resistance. Yeah, that's right. And that's, you know, basically and what triggers. Yeah, this that's what's issue. happening. Right. Yeah. That's what's causing the uh, abnormal cholesterol levels. Yeah. Uh, the high blood pressure it's just like it's playing a role in this whole yeah. like um what's it called metabolic i mean it's metabolic syndrome but it's fat meta impaired fat metabolism mm -hmm. like you're not able to burn your fat yeah. the right way and then what yeah. happens your cholesterol and triglycerides and stuff go up and like all this increased risk of heart disease stroke and as we mentioned earlier uh diabetes yeah and like it's very unfortunate like we wish uh it didn't have these like effects, but if, yeah. like you have to just keep in mind if, if you know, you're not trying to make sure you're managing your PCOS and, and like over time, uh, lowering insulin resistance, treating it. Yeah. She was able to do that. Yeah. She actually did she everything. We said. Yeah. Nice. We've done a shout out for her so many times, <laughs> but I don't want to like put her on the spot right now on the podcast, but she was able to heal all of this. She really was. Okay. The next one is cardiovascular disease. Now, this is apparently the leading cause of death in women. Um, wow. Not like PCOS, but like just women in general. Oh, okay. But women with PCOS. You got to make that clear. <laughs> so for a woman, not yeah. women with PCOS, just in general, for women. Sorry. Uh, car, uh, go ahead. Say what you were Yeah, saying. women with PCOS have double the risk of developing it. But Oh, really? Right, but every woman, like the leading cause of death for every woman is apparently cardiovascular disease. Okay. 
I never knew, like I don't I mean, know that I, either. I learned that, but I, it just never clicked because I'm like, really? What the heck? Um, but basically, you know, when you have inflammation, chronic inflammation with PCOS, we have this, and high testosterone levels, we have this too often. Um, you're at increased risk of developing metabolic syndrome and then also cardiovascular disease, like from all of that. Mm-hmm. So keep yeah. that in mind. This is like it can be due to the chronic inflammation and the high testosterone that's increasing increasing the risk. Uh huh. Exactly. So like, and for this, I I would highly recommend just well besides managing like your, your symptoms with PCOS mm-hmm. naturally through diet and lifestyle, but also working out yeah. correctly. So like, um, if like trying to do workouts that. Uh, as we talk about, you know, the slow weighted approach and, and you, you can still do cardio if you like cardio, but try to keep it at a steady rate where mm-hmm. you're keeping your heart rate steady and you're breathing normal. So it's not increasing those stress hormones yeah. and, you know, just keeping your body active. Like even when you're not doing a slow weighted workout on your off days, just going for an active stroll for like maybe like 30 minutes is great. Keep your body moving we'll keep it in like a general yeah. good health yeah going on a walk is a great idea if you mm-hmm. want to incorporate some cardio reduce stress reduce inflammation all of these risk fa- risk factors for cardiovascular disease yeah. are you warm babe i feel yeah, like I'm you're sweating, sweating. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even turn the ac on because it's so loud and the, it picks up the microphone picks up yeah. the ac and now i'm like starting to sweat so I'm a little quiet right now. I'm just like sitting in my... He calls it the seal is broken. Yeah, once says. my seal is broken, I just go nuts. So. It's like once you start sweating, you can't sweat. That's why I'm just not going to talk anymore. It's no. making me sweat more. Okay. All right, next so the one. next one. Depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So studies show that it's 2.3 times more likely in people with insulin resistance. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, 70% of sisters have it. So I wonder if that's some sort of chemical like effect that insulin resistance has in the brain. Like maybe it's, mm. it's like, uh, I'm not saying this like that, like I know, but I'm just saying like maybe it's affecting the chemicals in the brain and making you depressed or like just not, your brain is not working at its best because it doesn't have the correct amount of glucose possibly even either. Oh, that's you know, interesting. You're not able to convert food into mm-hmm. proper energy in the mm-hmm. brain you're and this can have yeah 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 it can have an avalanche effect on like basically your dopamine serotonin uh-huh. it, this is what i'm just my, my thoughts here yeah but, that makes sense i mean i read that if you so as, well there was one study that said rats who were injected with cytokines which is inflammation inflammatory mm-hmm. markers became depressed and disengaged oh, there you go that's another so, aspect yeah no it's like you said like if you have a lot of inflammation it makes your brain function differently yeah. and that's what's happening well yeah and your, your brain <laughs> probably recognizes that there's all these points of inflammation happening in the body like maybe you have inflammation uh, like in the legs or in, in your joints or like per, like in your cells and your brain recognizes this mm-hmm. so your brain is not working at 100 percent, and that's mm-hmm. causing you to feel fatigued and now you're depressed because you're like why am i fatigued i should be happy and like moving around right now so yeah, yeah. it's like all these like uh developing things that lead to other things yeah exactly so women with pcos we have inflammation like all of us have inflammation and it's driving all of these issues like insulin resistance and things like that so it's really important to take care of that in every which way that we can um inflammation like if you have pain in your joints or something cytokines and there you know your body your brain like triggers cytokines to be released Mm -hmm. to you know go to that spot of inflammation then you know that's why your skin is red and it's like swollen whatever but then with pcos 
we have chronic low-grade inflammation, like we're constantly releasing those cytokines mm. and all of those um, inflammatory markers. And then that in turn is causing, is attacking our cells, is mm -hmm. attacking our ovaries, is attacking us. It's like autoimmune, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So that's basically what's happening with this chronic low-grade inflammation and it can affect your mood as mm -hmm. well. Um, so there's so many studies about like inflammation affecting your mood. And that's why they say like that red light therapy and things like that reduces inflammation and improves your mood. Uh -huh. You know, red light therapy. Yeah. yeah. It's like the infrared yeah. saunas kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So going gluten and dairy free, reducing inflammation, you know, our spiel. <laughs> so, so those are the main things that PCOS can lead to. And obviously we're not going to just leave you at that and mm -hmm. make you feel scared or something like that. We no. have tips uh, that are, that will get you motivated to get started and kind of, you know, take a one step approach kind of a thing. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if our doctors um, laid down the information the yeah, way we're doing it right know, now? <laughs> So if, do you want to start with the first one, putting together a meal plan? I know this is my job, but no, sure. Is this something I'm happy that to talk about it. You like to get involved too, like when I'm flipping through um, cookbooks and stuff. I like mm -hmm. to ask Sirak, like, should I try this? Should I try that? You know. Well, yeah, you got sometimes you got to meet my flavor profiles too. So, mm -hmm. so uh, our first tip is putting together a meal plan. So what does this mean? It can mean that you're going to set aside a window of time to plan out your week such as like go over what ingredients do you need? What do I need to include? What should I take out? Um, and like just a couple of tips from us. Uh, there are some great simmer sauces yeah. that you don't have to make it from scratch. Like if you're, if you want like all this flavor in your food, don't feel like uh, being, don't feel overwhelmed. Like how am I going to make all this? How am I going to find this and this and that and put them all together just for a sauce? There are already pre-made sauces. For example, uh, Mesa Italian, de Vida. Yeah, Italian really likes Mesa de Vida. They sent us a whole box yeah. full of all their flavors. Yeah, we've been showing them on the on the Instagram page the story so you can see what that looks like. And you just add these sauces onto the food and kind of it adds a lot of flavor mm -hmm. and things like that. You don't have to think about it so much. Just like choose a vegetable, choose a protein and pour the sauce over it. Call it a day. Yeah. And it's a meal. They have like this Caribbean flavor. Yeah. Delish. And like a, a big tip as well is when you're cooking, try to uh, make try to make a lot of food so that you have leftovers and you can freeze it for a day or two and then you could cook it uh, or take it out whenever you want to whenever you want to eat this yeah. really makes it easier because one you're cooking in, in batches mm -hmm. and you're saving time so for example if you're cooking that meal on monday you could basically eat the leftovers on tuesday and wednesday like maybe for lunch or maybe for dinner again like yeah. whatever you want to do and this just saves you time and money because now you're cooking um you're basically cooking wholesale right <laughs> and you're able to save money and just make it, it makes everything a lot easier Totally. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to make lunch every single day. We just have leftovers. And yeah. usually one day of the week, we just eat whatever's leftover from three days before, you know, yeah. to make sure that we're like cleaning out the fridge. Yeah. It's it's like a meditation. Yeah. That's like the last thing we want to mention cooking. is that it's cooking. You should look at it like if you can, like a meditation, not like mm -hmm. a task, not a chore. That's actually the one thing was like, if you look at cooking like a chore it can take the fun out of it mm -hmm. like something you have to do like try to see it as a fun thing like where you're gonna maybe place like some music that you love yeah and then you're gonna take out some ingredients and you're watching this process of you're making the food together yeah. and like you're tasting it as you're making it and you're making adjustments on the go mm -hmm. these are all like fun things and you start to become like a master of your own like 
dinners and like your own yeah. your own foods and it's like a really fun thing my favorite part of cooking is feeding you like mm. before dinner when you're really hungry after a workout and i give you that like one hot like delicious bite yeah. like and you're like starving well know. you know what i mean and you so, just finished your workout and you know how the first bite of anything is like really the best and i know it is you know so when i feed it to you i'm like yes <laughs> he loves it <laughs> i mean it's usually always good because i'm so hungry but then when I come to sit at the dinner table, that's when I'm really ready to plow, ready to it. plow, you know, <laughs> but yeah. So these are like a, like a first tip is start with a meal plan and try to get your like try to get your foot in the door. It started with like maybe just one week at a time mm-hmm. on the sisterhood. We have all these uh, meal recipes and uh, like you, yeah. you can like look at and try to put together yourself. Inspiration. Yeah. And then on our website too, uh, uh, PCOSweightloss.org, we have, you know, a meal prep and workout plan just for you so you can always go that and enroll in that to basically get a whole four-week customized yeah. meal plan for you that you can basically have access to forever and use forever mm-hmm. so check that out if you're looking for examples yeah if you don't feel like you know sitting down and writing it out yourself yeah and then uh the next one is progress not perfection that's right So any lifestyle change is like a muscle and it's Mm going to take, you know, some practice to make it stronger. Like no matter what it is you want to change in your life, whether it's how you eat, if you work out, how you approach things, situations like these aren't you're not you're not going to be perfect the second you decide to do it. Mm -hmm. You have to give yourself some space and try to figure it out and practice and practice and make it a strong muscle. And sometimes, you know, your meal will suck and your workout will be awful. But then, like, who cares? Keep doing it. Do it tomorrow. Do it better. Yeah, you're not going to be, like, perfect at at it or anything from the first day. Like, anything you do, like, even playing, like, an instrument, like a guitar, you're not going to be great at it the first day, maybe not even the first week. But then once you start to see those, like, those, like, foods coming out, or, like, if you're playing an instrument, once you start to hear yourself make some great notes, putting them together, Mm -hmm. then it makes you motivated for the next time and so forth so just try to keep that in mind that this is a, it's a lifestyle change and not something you can perfect in one day i have a great example um i bought you a cheapo amazon guitar yeah and wh- how many years ago was that it? was like two and a half years ago or something wow but it got me started on playing guitar because it's something I always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And even though that guitar was so cheap and yeah. so poorly made, it I was know. like a fifty dollar electric it was a guitar. Surprise. No, I know, no, no. Like, it was amazing. I didn't even ask I you if you wanted to it. learn how to play a guitar. I was like, this guy needs some relaxation. Yeah. No, it was amazing. So I'm always thankful guitar. for that, by the way. Thank <laughs> you for that, babe. But like, it was a great way for me to like get started at least. And now I have a. A nice acoustic guitar because I'm much better and I can yeah. like you know put more stuff together. You can play a song yeah. and it's like a guitar serenade every night. I mean, it's, it's like not an investment even... that you made. <laughs> I know, right? To get a serenade every night. But keep in mind, like you've practiced it every night for, for two and a half years. Yeah. And you said something about how it takes like ten thousand hours to get good at an instrument to master something. To master yeah. something. So I mean, I've done the math in my head, but now I forgot it. But I don't know how many hours it's been that you've practiced. Like it's probably half an hour every night for three hundred sixty-five yeah. days. Yeah. So that's you're probably at. So if it's two years, you're at three hundred sixty-five hours. It'll take me ten more years, babe. Trust me. Okay, It'll take me ten more years. You can Lot play longer. a song now. Yeah. That's pretty good. So yeah. imagine like a sister who has committed to gluten and dairy free for a year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And for me, it took me a whole year to get used to it. And now I can do it without thinking about it or even, you know, caring. Like, it's just a thing that yeah. I do. 
Yeah. So just like the guitar, like now you're playing a tune. Like when you first picked it up, you couldn't even put your hands on the thing. Like it was hurting your hands. I know. It was like I was getting used to all the playing the different notes. My fingers would get cramp, crampy and like all these things would happen. And mm -hmm. it's an example of how cooking is, you know, like at first you're like, what am I making? Uh, yeah. Oh, this tastes horrible. Yeah. And then eventually you're like, this is delicious. And like, and then you just watch yourself get better and better every single day. That's the best part about learning something new. Amen. All right. What's the third one? Uh, the third one is prepare a workout space, like a candle, mat, weights, diffuser, all that stuff that's going to make you basically excited to work out. That's right. So if you're new to working out and you don't know how to get started, it's a little bit overwhelming. Weights, if you've never lifted weights, I get a lot of messages about this. I'm sure you've seen them. I'm sure you're responding oh, yeah. to them. But, you know, just get the weights, like 10 pounds, whatever it may be. Yeah, I mean, Talion's the one that's really all about this candle <laughs> stuff and this diffuser stuff and all that. I need it. But, like, let me just I tell you. I need the relaxation. From the PCOS personal trainer, I'll tell you this. You don't need to go fancy. You don't need to take out three candles. Just I to, need a But candle. if you do, go for it. Honestly, I'm not saying stop yourself. If you do, go for it. But really, just, like, all you really need <laughs> is maybe a mat to put on the floor. Turn on the TV, maybe one of your favorite shows that you like to watch, like mm -hmm. The Office or something Friends. like that. Something that you'll distract. you can like watch and like laugh at. Yeah. Yeah. Something that's gonna like basically distract yourself from thinking that this is like a you workout. Know, a, a workout or a chore even. Because to me, and like for Tallinn too, when we work out, we actually like really enjoy it. We have fun. We talk to each other, make jokes, watch TV at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's like this really like uh, almost like a self-care time for yeah. us to like enjoy. So like when it comes to you and you're working out like think of it that way so just don't think of it as a chore i mean it's hard to like start like that obviously at first it's like it's like a new thing a challenge but eventually once you get used to it and like develop this habit it'll be like a thing that you're just um that you're just like you just want to do every day that's right this is something that i've developed while in quarantine like this whole candle thing because yeah. we never did it obviously yeah we used to go gym. to the gym to do that yeah but right now, now we're like making this a better situation i know some people it's difficult to like work out if you're not going to the gym but honestly like i made it work like mm -hmm. with the candle the yoga mat you know turning the tv on a little bit of like music if i feel like it you know instead of tv whatever it may be and it puts me in a better mood yeah yeah same here yeah and um just like a couple of tips too when it comes to working out is like you don't have to purchase weights either so if you're going to work out from home try to find like obviously like a somewhere where you can lay like if you have a mat that works perfectly and try to find something that weighs about five pounds ten pounds around the house it's mm -hmm. a great way to start like a textbook or like maybe right. a bag of like gluten-free flour something <laughs> along those lines that you can grab you know maybe do squats water bottle, with like yeah water bottle gallon. Yeah, like there's so many things you can use around the house that you actually don't need to get by watermelon. You I'm get looking started. at one right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So once you get started with that, you'll actually be like, let me get weights because I actually want to try new things. And mm -hmm. then you'll like be motivated to get new equipment and things like that. So just try to keep that in mind. And like another just a minor tip through the, for this whole episode is habits. So like developing habits can be hard and it's really... Uh, there's like a science behind it. Like it's been shown yeah. that if you just do something for two weeks, that it becomes established in your brain. I'm reading this book right now called Atomic Habits. Oh, I forgot who the author was, but it's called Atomic Habits. And if you look it up on Amazon, you'll find it. And the whole book is about how to develop habits, how to make sure like the good things that you're doing, that you want to be doing, they become 
like a consistent in your life and the whole the book really goes into that but just like one main thing i'll tell you from it is that just try to do whatever you want to do just try to do it every day for a week two weeks and just watch how your brain will actually make it part of your life wow. it'll make it like like you almost have to do it like almost like it's like a shower like a lot of people they have to shower every night right we all find the time to do it it'll become something like that that's so interesting your brain just adapts yeah. to the thing that's making you feel good yeah it's like a positive reinforcement like oh you know i meditated today like yeah. and then tomorrow you're like oh i want to meditate like that yeah. felt good like you can ask Talia. i will never go a week without working out five times <laughs> a week i will never i will if i have the worst day possible it's true. i will work out if something if happens he's to exhausted me, i will work out because it's like my brain says there's no way there's no way and Obviously, you don't have to be like that with working out. I'm just giving you an example of one of my habits. But like any habits that you want to develop and keep going, that's an example of how it becomes. There was one day where you asked me like if you should work out because we were so tired from whatever it was that we did. I think we mm-hmm. like went to the beach, got like beat by the sun. Yeah. You know, and we came home and. I oh, was yeah, like, that it was. It was yeah. that we came home and from the beach and yeah. it was, like, we were just like fried. I was like, no, dude, like, why are you going to work out? Like, I ha- I can't even get myself to shower. I'm and there's so exhausted. sand all over us. Yeah. And I was like, am I going to shower? And or? you still did you shower? No, I worked work- out even oh, though I was sandy. God. Because that's dedication. And then the next thing I knew, he was working out. Like, after I told you not to, like, because you asked me. It's like the habit. And again, there's, there's nothing no, that will stop this guy. Yeah. And again, <laughs> that's, I'm not just not trying to say you should be working out like that. It's I'm not. There's only an example of one of my habits. You can always yeah, work course. out just as many times as you want. As you feel but, like it. Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to developing your habits, like try to think of it like that. If you just do it for a couple of weeks, your, your body you, will love it. Yeah. And that's that. Mm-hmm. It'll, you'll pick up those habits in no time but yeah read that book too if you're interested in developing habits atomic habits is what it, what the name is called that's right and uh we'll now move on to our one of our new favorite segments which is reading uh or playing your questions from the pcos hotline hi my name is jamie and my question is related to your number 15 podcast towards the end you mentioned that you take a liver supplement to assist with fatty liver, uh, but you never said the name of the actual supplement. So I was wondering if you could share that information. Thank you. Bye-bye. What are you laughing about? <laughs> the phone. I know. I can't. I'm okay. like trying to like play uh, the message from the, the hotline phone as if it's actually playing from it. So but, funny. Um, so the sister's question was, uh, what is the fatty liver supplement that we mentioned on a previous episode, which is, funny that we actually just talked or the about daily this. liver supplement yeah uh-huh. the daily liver supplement uh which is called gaia 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 i don't know g-a-i-a yeah i spell it and it's a liver support supplement mm-hmm. and it's great um helps with your, your liver health will really help with bowel movements mm-hmm. we mentioned before every time we take this thing the next day very nice clean <laughs> right, well, let's link it in yeah, this yeah. description yeah huh? we'll link it in the podcast description and just a another um thing i wanted to mention is we do have a whole episode on supplements for PCOS, mm-hmm. like the best supplements for PCOS. And not just like a general episode, it actually goes into what supplements are best for each PCOS type. So listen to that episode. Maybe that's the one she's referring to, episode 15. Maybe. But uh, yeah, we actually have a whole list of all the supplements in that episode podcast description. So check Perfect. that one out. Yes. Alrighty, let's read the next uh, or let's play the next question. 
Hi, Charlene. I'm calling all the way from Trinidad and Tobago. That's a small island in the Caribbean. I just wanted to know, um, what are your views on prebiotic benefiber for digestive issues as well as the Herbalife shape? If you can discuss those for those who are having uh, any digestive issues, constipation issues or so, what do you recommend as a prebiotic? and a probiotic. Thank you. Bye. So her question was what we recommend for prebiotic and probiotic. And just for anyone who doesn't know this, prebiotic. Well, first of all, I actually want to say thank you for listening all the way from Trinidad and Tobago. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, (laughs) one of the most exciting things about this podcast is that we have like listeners all around the world and just hearing, you know, your voice from Trinidad and Tobago makes us really happy. Isn't it so cool? That it's reaching, you know, this far. Isn't it so cool? To I know. Think, like, I just want to, I wish we could get like a snapshot of where you are, where you're sitting and what you're doing while you're listening to us. We do have a snapshot just... actually on the on our podcast um, software. It, t- it tells, you know, where people are listening oh, from. Oh, oh. And I'm telling you, sister, there are hundreds and hundreds of countries. I'm not talking about a hundred. I'm talking about more than a hundred countries that are mm-hmm. listening. Not to like brag about the podcast, but what I want to say that for is that there's a whole community of sisters all around the world. All over the place. And you have someone like to support you and to be there with you. Uh, so just just yeah. keep that in mind. There are sisters just like you all around the world. Take a selfie and tag us in it oh. on your Instagram story because I just really want to see yeah, let us know where what you're from. your like space looks like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in California, I'm used to like this. You know what I mean? Where yeah. maybe like I've been to Armenia. I know what that looks like. But I just want to know like where are you and ha- you're listening to our podcast. Like that's amazing. Take yeah. a selfie. Show me your face. Show me your space. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. It's like one step Another step to get us closer. Yeah. Get get us more. Make me feel like I'm in your living room with you. Yeah, (laughs) that's what we're doing, right? You're watching us from our living room, so yeah, we love to get you get to know you, sisters, and that's why we had a whole interview with Rebecca, fellow sister. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're now getting away from the whole point of the question. Prebiotics. I was just saying. Yes, go ahead. Prebiotic is what comes from the food that you're eating, like, you know, greens and so on, and it feeds the bacteria in your stomach, the healthy bacteria. Yeah. And it feeds what you have in your, the bacteria you have in your stomach, and it makes it healthier. Probiotic is adding healthy bacteria to your stomach. Mm-hmm. So that's why there's like two different types of supplements. Yeah. But we only take a probiotic one. Does it include yeah. prebiotic? Uh, I'm not too sure about that, to be honest. But the okay. one that we take is called Cultural and True Nature. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's if it has a pre and a probiotic. I know it it, it does have the probiotic, but I'm not sure if it has a prebiotic yeah. in there. Yeah, but if you have a healthy diet, I feel like that'll suffice for a prebiotic. Yeah, yeah. In many cases, it can. But if you're having like GI issues and mm-hmm. things like that, definitely check with a doctor because they can tell you if um you know if. If yeah. your gut biome is off, you know, yeah, yeah. which is going to be like one of the symptoms of PCOS and mm-hmm. the contributing factors to other symptoms. Gut health is super important yeah. with PCOS. Like often women with PCOS struggle with gut health in general because yeah. of inflammation and like ruining the gut lining with like certain foods. Maybe it's gluten that makes your gut lining um, loosen up mm-hmm. and cause the proteins to get through and so on. Yeah. Yeah. So just. Maybe d- uh, double check with a doctor if you if you do need a prebiotic, and you know a probiotic is is always great because it helps like Tanya was mentioning, uh, develop good healthy bacteria in your stomach, which is you know really important in uh, uh, your immune system, and basically fighting off illnesses and things like that. And you actually it's been proven now that your 
the bacteria in your stomach and your gut your gut health is linked to your brain health like there they have found a neuron receptors uh linked to the stomach and what you're eating basically can affect which how you're feeling right i mean I, we've yeah. all felt this so yeah just keep that in mind so interesting how yeah. that's related and uh, the two probiotic supplements that i recommend is um cultural and true nature uh, I found these two on the website called labdoor.com. I've mentioned this a couple of times, but this website, labdoor.com, is basically this independent company. Uh, basically, they go and they test all these different supplements themselves, and they tell you how um, true is it to the nutrition label, how accurate is it, and if they have any like bad ingredients in there, like you know, like acasulfame, potassium, and like other uh, other ingredients that are you know are, are known to be harmful. So. And on their website, they have a whole category for probiotics. And I found those two brands, which is why I get those two, because they were in the top. They were, they were like in the top five list of mm. available probiotic products out there. Great. Yeah. Chase me around and make me eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So uh, before we uh, sign off, we have a win of the week from a fellow sister. Ty, why don't you go ahead and read this? Sure. So Alyssa Beam says. Woo! Alyssa. Been dairy and gluten-free since end of March. Lost 16 pounds. Feel better than I ever have. And found out yesterday that I am four weeks pregnant. Woo! Congrats, Alyssa. Go, girl. Ladies, what you're doing is working. The effort you are putting in is paying off. Ovacetol is a holy grail supplement. Do help that... Wait, a holy grail supplement? And your weight does not define... Oh. A holy grail supplement that does help. You need help reading? And your weight does not define you. How you feel defines you. Hell the yes. wife, girlfriend, fiance, mother, sister, daughter, auntie, co-worker, and woman you are defines you. Hell yes. You. I love this. This is Keep so positive. going. You are enough and you do deserve this. Oh, that is, heart, heart, heart. I love this message. Alyssa, well, one, congratulations on your results mm -hmm. and you're getting pregnant. But a great message. I love the positive vibe that you're sending out to all Seriously. the sisters out there. And I, I hope this motivates other sisters, too, who are listening to this because, you know, I think Alyssa is a, is a great example of what yeah. you can do. We're so happy you found something that's working for you and you're sticking to it. And you took yeah. that that initiative to take charge and make the first step and yes. stick to it since the end of March. Exactly. Taking charge and just sticking to it consistent. That's right. Yeah. All right. That is the win of the week. And that comes to the end of Concludes. this podcast episode. That's right. What's what's coming up? I think uh, the next episode after this, we're going to be talking about CBD and uh -huh. how it helps PCOS. Well, you know, you guys always just follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram uh, account is at PCOS.WeightLoss, mm -hmm. as well as the podcast Instagram is a sister and her mister. With periods after every word. Yeah. A period, sister period. I think if you just search <laughs> a sister and her mystery, It'll you'll find us. Yeah. Or it's always on uh, the PCOS weight loss page too. But yeah, make sure you're following us on Instagram because we're always doing stories mm -hmm. and daily posts on the feed that kind of help you learn about PCOS along with this podcast. That's right. Alrighty. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you soon. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sisterhood.